Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Boys Are Selling Med podcast. My name is Brittany Chantel. I am one of the co-hosts of this show. Thank you so much for joining us. This week, we have another throwback interview that we did, which is almost like a part two to last week's episode. So if you have not had a chance to listen to last week's episode, we encourage you to pause this one and go listen to that and come back here. Also would like to remind you guys to sign up for our email list. We have some amazing events and things coming up for 2023. And those who are subscribed to the email list will get that information first. A link to sign up for our email list will be in today's show notes. And remember to join us here every week as we interview Black women in the cannabis industry. Hey, y'all. Hey. It's been a minute. We back. We're back. Guess who's this back thing in the building? Mine on the million. It's Period. <laughs> what? <laughs> Like she the one who's all the the lyrics to everything, everything. Hey y'all, I'm Brittany. Who are you, Shalice? Oh, I thought you were about to say Brittany Chantel. <laughs> That's oh. what you usually say. That's okay, like... my bad. It's been a listen. <laughs> Let me tell y'all. Sometimes if you do not work on your craft and your skill, you gonna get rusty. Because <laughs> I had the machine set up so wrong. What you about to say? Oh, hold on, wait. I was about to do y'all intro. Let me welcome back. Hey, hey. Oh, she's talking. She Welcome picked another Jay Z song. Hey, let me get y'all hype right quick. Welcome uh, who's back to the uh, podcast. The boys are selling me. We got Brittany and uh, who is this nice young lady to the left of me? I'm Shay. I'm like, not I said my real name. I did say it earlier. And I'm in the back doing the song. I'm Shay. But hey, y'all. Welcome back. Um, This is the Boys Are Selling Mid podcast. Yes, we are here. And this go round. <laughs> Listen, at first you don't succeed. Dust yourself off and, and try, try again. again. So this, <laughs> we are going to be having conversations with black women in the cannabis industry. Yes. That's it. Experts in the craft. Yes, so that can be um, like plant touching. What's the you know I don't Ancillary. know. You know I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> the words. I don't know how to pronounce shit like cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I'm feeling good, y'all. Weed. Um, but no, different women who who work in different uh, parts of the industry. Black women talking yes. to them, kicking it with them, laughing with them, learning from them. And All we things cannabis in cur- conversation in conversation and um, no better way to start this off than with, with I call her. Only. OK, so let me let me everybody going to give their own introduction of what how they look at her, because obviously I got how I look at her and then she got her how she look at her. So I, she looked like an OG to me. That's what she said earlier. <laughs> she a big, she like big sis. <laughs> Cool, uh, instant, like, came with gifts the first time she came to the yes. show. That's, like, to me, like, that's real OG. That's real, like, I'm looking out What's vibes. down from day one? Yeah. We got something out of our car. Yeah. <laughs> and it was funny because somebody asked me how I knew you, and I, I, it didn't click that we literally just found you offline. I'm like, yeah, Shalice, I mean, Shay introduced me. I'm going to be messing up. But Shay introduced me to her, and then Shalice was like, Shalice was like, uh, I didn't introduce you to her. We met her at the same time. So she like an OG to me. Yes. Uh, very Definitely one in the cannabis game. Oh, yeah, for sure. And 
like well respected. And it's one thing to watch somebody for a very long time online, but then when because we 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 watched yeah. all the, all these women who we reached out to for at least a year. We did a lot of research. Right. That's that's dope. And Homework. Yes. What's done? That's what it takes. And to like I now, got I got them high, y'all. <laughs> and now to we we had more drink than high than we had <laughs> Sunday. Go. Floating, okay? To interact in person, like to think back, like you actually a lot cooler because you you look cooler than the other side of the pillow on Instagram. But like not the other side of the pillow. In real life. <laughs> but in real life, it's like, oh no, she cool. But okay, Shay, what's your I'm like, she OG too. Yes. Yeah, I I'm like looked up everything, expertise. You have knowledge in many categories. So yes. We're excited to talk to you again. Well, I definitely appreciate y'all and working with y'all have been an honor. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, thank y'all for coming to Detroit Life Lounge and bringing y'all podcast to my space. You know what I'm saying? That's an honorable thing for y'all to set it off, you know what I'm saying, with this tone here. So I'm I'm honored, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, welcome. Let's pop it off. Like, I'm ready for all this good conversation. You know what I'm saying? My name is Sahir El I'm like, we didn't even introduce you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, go on here. <laughs> you know, tell them what it is. We at Detroit Life Lounge. It's going down. I'm about to get y'all high and we about to talk good. Yes. An introduction. Okay, so yeah, like a little Wayne flick. I love listening to Lil Wayne songs. Like, yeah, I be flicking my lighter like that too like now. Big. Yes. Yeah. Big only. Y'all know I have a lighter oh, smile. <laughs> Those other lighters be all rough on the fingers. We like soft hands. You know what I'm saying? We got soft fingers. Them big smooth. smooth nice and feminine. Yeah, smooth flick. Your fingers still be soft at the end of the day. Period. This is part two, because we definitely Six got it in. Six months in review. Man, yeah. we talked about so much on uh, part one. Like I, I should have watched it before, but it was it was definitely a dope vibe. What have I been up to? Well, you know, like Detroit. Like, did, did I win the grant yet? Yes, yes. you won okay. the grant. I called you on the show. Like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, not, I, I, don't, not, I don't know what I've been up to. Just <laughs> I don't remember. I've been doing so much. Man, I have been doing so much. And I'm telling you, by the grace of God, God has just put me in a position to do so much. Sometimes I'm overwhelmed. And that's just the honest truth. Like, you've like, been working hard. Yeah, man. That's why I love, like, I truly love yoga. Because I have so much energy. You know, I'm a generator. By, by, you know what I'm saying? That's my design, my human design. So I have to learn how to place my energy. So sometimes yoga is so good for me so I can move that energy around in the right places. But I be doing the most. I'm like, I'm a manifest generator. Yeah, yeah. I be doing the most. But, you know, um, I'm working on a Detroit um, Green Zone property right now. Then I'm uh, working a license. Uh, I got four acres, three buildings on that Period. four acres. Just start off dropping bombs. Yeah, <laughs> man. Because, hey, I'm going to tell you, you know, coming into this cannabis game, me and my team, we knew that we had to be owners because that was the only way we could actually come to the table and 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 move some value and some weight around because we knew it, it was a potential that we might not have these millions like everybody else got these mm -hmm. millions, right? But if we own the land, if we own the buildings, at least that's some type of way to shift our weight to the value that we might need to get to the next step. So that was the point, you know what I'm saying, coming into the game. So the first project, you know what I'm saying, everybody know about Michigan Agricultural Services. We got a processing license and a, a grow license of 7,000 plants, but we're actually building a building. So that's been a process. I didn't have to learn how to be a project manager and all type of other stuff. That's and what I'm saying. What has that process been like? Ooh, it's been stressful, but I think, 
you know, I, I still give gratitude in the process because God is teaching me a different trade. Right. I never would have thought I would have been a project manager. Like, but it takes that when you're in a position of ownership and having to learn how to call these architects, have these conversations with the lawyers, the city, the permits, all of that stuff. I knew none of that. I just wanted a license. Like, I just wanted to grow weed. Like, mm-hmm. I thought this shit was going to be cool. And then I had to go on full-time work mode, so... It's been a lot. Same thing with the Detroit project, just going through the same thing, the licensing process. Um, we're going for uh, our processing license and potentially our dispensary license if we can get a good deal with um, a partner because that's, like, the most beneficial thing right now. Like it's finding a partner? Finding a good partner with some good brands, some, some good, you know what I'm saying, like, recognition so we can actually do something big. But the the... You know, we got the we got the land. It's hard, so you know, we just really talking to the right people. I've been out of Cali talking to people. I'll be all over talking to people because I want to make it happen, like and make it happen quick as possible. But that's that's pretty much it. And you know, we doing more development here um, at Detroit Life Lounge. My focus really now, you know, what I'm saying since I opened, I've had to play with a lot of ideas of how to get business in the space. Mm-hmm. You know, coming into Detroit Life Lounge, I just wanted a space where entrepreneurs could come and just have safe space, whether it's workspace Wednesdays, 420 friendly events, yoga events, whatever we go do in this space or podcast is going to be safe because it's ours. This is another building that I own. You know what I'm saying? Like I came into this like. I'm going to make this investment and build this space out. And now even like going back to me having ownership, I ain't going to tell y'all how much I bought the building for, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you that I got an appraisal two weeks ago and it was triple what we've put into the building. You yeah, get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so, and I, I never even thought that was possible. I just was thinking of space. So like ownership is just so important to me. And it's so important that, I extend that to the community, whether it's be partnership or whatever. Like you can pro up just like I pro. I got yeah. the land, you got the money, you got the business, I got the land, whatever makes sense. Like, just like I'm trying to build with y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like I got the space, whatever we can do in the space, like let's do it because my point is to work with more entrepreneurs, more brands, more businesses in this space because I'm an entrepreneur myself. I don't have time to be in this space 24-7. So the more I can work with businesses like y'all who are right. popping, doing good things, the better we all look, right? Mm-hmm. Like the blunt. I'm, <laughs> I've been trying to wait. To... Oh, no. Y'all y'all. I done rolled y'all a nice, nice Right? Blunt. She's been very kind Hospitable. to us. Hospitable. On the first podcast, I was really like, you know. Right, like, judging. Like, I wasn't judging. I was like, oh my God, y'all got this fly ass podcast and you you podcast and you can't smoke in here? What is wrong with y'all? Come over to Detroit Life Lounge so we can be comfortable. Manifestation. Listen, look look how she spoke spoke it up. (laughs) Doors closed, but doors open. (laughs) Man, God ain't gonna never close no doors without opening another one. That's a fact. For real. Wow, this is my first time smoking on a podcast. Really? Yeah. I mean, what I don't an know honor. I'm saying really, I've only been doing podcasts with you. <laughs> what an honor in Detroit Life Lounge. The first time y'all getting in for real. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay, so you have a couple of licenses or just one, or what's that look like for you? So I have a couple of licenses. Um, me and my partners at Michigan Agricultural Services, uh, we have the processing license. And the grow license, how the grow license go, um, we have a couple 
grow licenses to equal up to our 7,000 plants. Okay, can you explain that? Um, so let's say they, we got a class A, class B, and a class C license. And one of them is 500, one of them is 1,000, the third one is 1,500. And that's how many plants you can Yeah, have. we had to get a couple 1,500 plus additional recreational um, is a, I forget how, excuse me, I'm blow, but recreational is let's say like 1,000 or 1,500. So we got medical and recreational. Yeah. <laughs> Do you partner with them to get additional licenses to like to equal the seven thousand or? Yeah, no, we just grab them ourselves as a company. Uh, we have to go through the state process to apply for the licenses. So, so are you are you a part of the legacy program when um, you apply for the state license center? Yes, no? you are. Yep. Has yep. that process been delayed or everything yes. is? Yeah, they they pretty much you know making the legacy Detroit program like non-existent. Hmm. It's it's a fight. Steel. Well, Yep. I see the fly. Yep. It's it's a fight. And it's unfortunate, though, because, you know, those who were born and raised in Detroit and, and like me, like, I could have spent my money buying property anywhere else, but I did it in Detroit, and they still giving me a hassle when I'm from here. You know, it's just an unfair fight, but we still fighting. Anything on pause because of it, or you guys are still moving forward? I know. We still moving forward. It's, it's, it's all about really getting in first now. Okay. So can you tell us what the pivot has been like? Have you had to pivot? Definitely have had to pivot because because I have so much space in Detroit. And the Detroit, um, you know what I'm saying, they're going through the ordinance battle. You know right. what I'm saying? One minute we got this many licenses available. The next minute we got 90. and You know what I'm saying? Like, it's been a struggle. Um, just communicating that to investors, they've really inconvenienced us on how we can even you know what I'm saying, pull money from our investors because one minute we got this business plan because we're going for this license and now these licenses are now limited and we might can't get this license. So it's been a lot of adjusting and pivoting, you know what I'm saying, the communication with the architects, the engineers, the whole team has changed four times. But it's also been a learning process, right. you know what I'm saying, for all of us. But unfortunately, Detroit has just put us in a position. But, you know, since we own the land, we're not paying a lease, you know what I'm saying, or a mortgage. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's that's the only thing that has worked in our favor, but it's been a struggle. It's been back and forth and back and forth so many times. You know, the the not giving up part is I walked away from my job in 2017, and I said that I would never work for nobody else, right? And I had to make that promise to myself. So every day that I wake up, I have like, a different type of motivation to get shit done. Even if it's not working out in my favor, I know that God is just only... I kind of look at it like God is teaching me a lesson on how to be better. And I take the challenge, like, head on. Like, I be stressed out some days. That's why I smoke so much weed. <laughs> but I'm a person that really believes that I can make a change, like, generationally on how we even have access to things. Mm -hmm. So that's motivation in itself because, like, I know that's a part of my purpose. So my purpose is just motivating in itself. Like some days I'd be overwhelmed, but I never want to give up. Getting high over here. <laughs> no, I how y'all um, like the weed? It's, it's good. good. <laughs> it's smooth. It's smooth. And I'm I'm now like since we've started this, I now can like I smell, I look at it, I I I taste it. Like I can tell the difference when I pay more for my weed. Then I don't like I've been smoking uh, Michigan for like the last couple of weeks, 
and just I can tell the difference between that and what I was getting. They 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 um advertise themselves as a craft cannabis. I like it. I don't know if anybody got an opinion about it, but yeah. Yeah, usually the the, the craft cannabis companies, like they are smaller companies, but they go mm-hmm. give you a good quality. You know what I'm saying? Because they really still caring about their brand, they grows, like what they producing. That's why they craft cannabis. That's why they smaller. I like that. Do you have a like preference on what you smoke? Because you used to grow, but I know every time we ask you, you like I don't have time to grow no more. So like, yeah, I, I wish, feel like your I palette wish I could grow. is so different. Man, my palate is like fine wine out here. That's what I'm like, so what do you look for? <laughs> oh, my like God. I'm so picky. Strain. I'm so picky with weed. It's ridiculous, y'all. Like, I, and I, I still spend money on weed. Like, I spend mm-hmm. a good amount of money on weed because I feel like that's, that's like God's gift of, you know what I'm saying? You working so hard. Smoke this good weed. <laughs> but, like, I, I like, you know, what they would call... Like rapper weed, I guess, you know, like that Cali bud. And not to say that we don't have that here. Like, I love my Michigan growers because they grow on some good strands. Like, I mess with the craft cannabis people, you know what I'm saying? Like, those smaller people who grow and focus on good production. So, are you a strain person now? I know terpenes are like, yeah, man. Like, I'm with all the gelatos. I like that stronger type of palette you know what I'm saying but I also like the fruity like the runts and all of that you know I'm with all of that so you don't have a per like a preference you know it's just, I'm, it gotta I'm, be good are weed. you it gotta be indica? good weed it, it has to be top shelf like okay. do not bring me nothing what's a top shelf brand you can like the they can or go or yeah so I'm gonna tell you um I don't shop in dispensaries unless they're black dispensaries so usually when I go in dispensaries, yeah. That's what I was about to say. What black dispensaries? Tell us so we can go. I know. Um, you know what? Mary Jane, um, West Coast Meds. West Coast Meds is the yeah. one that. So if shout I, out to if, West Coast Meds. Yeah, shout out to West Coast Meds because, you know what I'm saying, like I, I really, if I'm going in, the, in, if I am going in any dispensary, I want to go spend with my people. And I'm I'm the type of person that when I go to any dispensary, I talk to the bud tenders. I ask them what's the freshest new pack of the top shelf or what they got in. Okay. That's that's, that's how I go at it. Like I want that I wanna taste that freshness. Like I wanna catch them fresh terpenes before they sit too long, like all of yeah, that. Yeah, because sometimes when we look at the packaging, it says the weed was harvested a year ago six months ago yeah. and it's like unfortunately you know what i'm saying some of this weed do sit on the shelves like that because you got your favorite strains and your favorite brands versus you know so that's you know unfortunately that's what's going on in some of these dispensaries but you know i go in and i ask for the top shelf fresh pack mm-hmm. and usually it's like some type of runs or gelato or something uh that's brand specific you know like i I fucks with the players only, uh, the brands right now, like, um... Oh, the basketball uh, players? Yeah, player, no, players only, they dropped a whole line, um, and one of my favorites from their line is Compliments of the Chef. It's actually a sativa, and I'm not a big sativa person. Okay. But this sativa notes. is so fire, like, I really appreciate it. Where'd you get it, it from? Uh... I ain't gonna I ain't gonna tell you where I got it from because they only got it in certain places right now. So instead of supporting the business, I support the company. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The players only people. 
where their brand is at, but okay. I ain't gonna shout them out because they not my people. Period. Oh, okay, and, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't got that. I ain't got no beef, but I'm telling you, like people really got to understand. Like, and I and I know people don't agree with this whole Kanye thing, but what Adidas has done to Kanye is really should open black people's eyes up to how we supposed to have our own, right? And how when you do go make these deals with these bigger companies, how they, they still can. They yeah. how they still have control over you. So when I say it's no shade to that company that one of my favorite strands is being carried in, but I don't have to get them promotion because they not my people. I ain't got no beef with y'all. I don't work with y'all. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, like until my brand is on y'all shelves, that's when I'm gonna start promoting y'all because right now y'all don't give a fuck about me. Nor am I seeing y'all really put heavy dollars in my community. So y'all don't get no. The only reason why I'm walking through y'all doors is because my people strand is on y'all shelves and I want to go support that. Mm. But otherwise, black dispensaries only, West Coast (laughs) meds, Mary Jane, Detroit, Detroit Life Lounge, you know what I'm saying? And all the other people who doing good things to try and keep their doors open, man. Y'all make sure y'all support those people. Yeah, we got to get the 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 unfortunate part and, like, the realistic part about it is it's fucked up because these black-owned dispensaries are med places, right? Yeah. So, like, you got to have your med card to go in. And, and that's because of the the uh, ordinance here in Detroit. Yeah. Right. And that's what, yeah. what yeah. we yeah. fighting for. Mm-hmm. Like, they got us on hold with all them, that recreational talk. Like, man, come on. Like, let us be open, like... In Detroit, we have missed out on so much money, yeah, especially they said it's the like black community. Man, what they they made us miss out on all that money, and we was ready. We had our buildings, we had our licenses, we was ready to go. And now, couple years later, we still in the same position, and now we've missed out on millions of dollars. And mm-hmm. now we facing, or or you know, what I'm saying some of these black companies is facing their doors being closed yeah. because the city want to hold up because of them. Like, not because of us, because of them. Like, and them not even from our city. Them don't even stay in our city. Like, that's a crazy concept. So if we don't learn how to stick together, speak up for our people, and not give, you know what I'm saying? Like, you see how you got your shirt on? You know what I'm saying? The boys are selling me it. Like, making sure that we promoting our people, our shit. Because if not, then they going to keep taking from us and hoeing us when we say things that they don't like. Y'all don't get to control us. That's why I'm an owner. That's why I do what I want in my building. Because nobody going to be able to tell me. And not to say, I'm not crazy. I don't be out here breaking laws, being disrespectful (laughs) or nothing. But my life is my life and my freedom is my freedom. And what I say matters. You don't have to like what I say. But you don't get to take anything away from me because you don't like what I say. That's inhumane. That the concept to me is crazy. So for me, I already knew that coming into the game as a business owner, I have to own because I was a lesbian black woman. I knew I was gonna have a disadvantage. So if I didn't own my own shit, nobody was gonna respect me enough to give me shit. So I had to go right. own my own shit just so I can make sure I have my security because nobody's gonna give that to me because number one. I'm at such a disadvantage. You feel me? Lesbian, black woman. Everybody want to be like, oh, y'all get all the love, blah, blah, blah. No, we don't. When it comes to face-to-face interactions, people are either threatened or they're judged, judging me. You can't judge me when I own my own shit, though. Right. You can't judge me when I'm coming to the table with 
the type of value that I have. So now you have to respect me. Now you have to sit down and have these conversations. Now you have to let me and my people in the door to sit at your table because ownership matters. That's what we got to understand. And doing them deals like ye deal with uh, Adidas, nothing wrong with it because that's a lesson to be learned on how you get in the game. He made a lot of good money and he made a good stance for the culture. But when you don't own it, this is the lesson number one they take from you when you, they don't like what you say. That's my game for the day. <laughs> like my blunt after that, man. Because everybody ain't got to be a Kanye fan, but he one of us. And what we can't say about him is he came from a disadvantaged place just like everybody else. He didn't start off a billion-dollar person. Right. So, you know, we might not like what he say, but that's his voice. That's his freedom of speech. We fought for freedom of speech. Everybody should be able to say what they want. If you don't like it, exit the room or unfollow. Simple. Yeah, keep it put mind your business that's all you want to do is that the is that the advice you would like to give to black women ownership Once and if you can't if you space. can't own on your own so if you can't own on your own get you some partners that's the one thing that I you can go in time. and own with all of my projects i have partners with i never had to do anything on my own has that been i was about to ask about that go ahead. <laughs> about partnership so you got to pick the right partner, baby. But I'm going to tell you. <laughs> it's like dating. You got to pick the right partner, baby. For me, um, Michigan Agricultural Service was a very beneficial partnership because one of my partners is a lawyer. So you need a, a lawyer to get through all of the paperwork process. I don't know anything about me or my partner. So my partner is actually the lawyer's husband. But that's my homeboy. He was my mentor in growing. So we've been growing in the basement since okay. back in the day, right? And we've been plotting and planning on the grow facility, and him and his wife made the move. And, and actually, it was an honor for them to bring me on the team because they seen my value in how I was moving and what I knew how to do. So we made it happen as a team, right? And same thing like with my Detroit project. They're not so involved in the cannabis industry, but they were with the ownership of the land for the cannabis movement. That's all I needed. It, partners like you know all partners not it's like a marriage so you better be yeah. careful but I'm gonna tell you if you had an opportunity to work with your people it might be a lesson it might be a blessing but make the move if you go ahead, no, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna ask a petty question uh, I was gonna say all your partners are black I was going to you said petty I'm like, no so, I wasn't asking that that was my next oh. question but that was one of my thoughts big big things all of us are black owners. Oh, wow. We don't have any other dollars involved. I love it. And I mean, I love it, but it's also like a struggle too, because we doing everything in our power as black owners. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you know, we need people to recognize how important this movement is of ownership and licensing. And everybody don't understand that our, our people, especially Unfortunately, I have to do more educating and more talking than people actually investing. Mm. So we still in that. Like more convincing people or like really just educating about we or the industry in general? I wouldn't even say convincing, right? I think our people at heart want to invest, right? Until they understand what long-term investment looks like. I think we are miseducated or undereducated on what long-term investment looks like. 
Because people be like, oh, I put up 50000 to to 100000 but then they be calling you every two weeks. Like, with my money, I'm like, baby, we ain't even built the building yet. Relax. Like, <laughs> so you, you see how we was kicking it at the beginning about, like, crypto and, like, right. NFTs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you were saying, you know, that's your, that's your backup. That's your savings. Like, mm-hmm. you have to look at these investments. Like, this is your build. This is your opportunity to change your family and you know, your legacy, your generations. But... It is a long-term investment because guess what? We trying to do this forever. A lot of people don't have the capacity to see beyond, beyond t- tomorrow. And like on oh, some real shit, I've had people tell me, I don't, I, I, I fly by the day and I'm like, yeah, baby, I'm in 2025. <laughs> <laughs> like I lit- literally, we have plans for our brand, like detailed yeah. out for, for years. And like, we know what's coming. And I don't think a lot of people especially black people, I don't think they see beyond. And rightfully just... so, right? Like what, what we're coming, what we've been Yeah, through. so much has been stripped yeah. from us, right? Correct. But like, I time. get it. We got to heal from that though, yes. right? Because as a people, like we like to look at our stuff. Like people would like to look at their money in the bank, you know, look at their jewels and stuff like that. Like, baby, what is that going to do for the future? Mm. Like, let's make it move. We in don't... these times, yeah. with this inflation... Yeah, we got, but we got to make that. See, inflation, that's that's a mindset, though. Right? Make more. <laughs> you feel me? Period, baby. Create. You, not you see, even, we not out even here make on... more, create more. Right? Manifest more. I'm not even, when you said inflation, like, that ain't even feel weird to my spirit because I don't submit to that. I'm still flying by. <laughs> like, just create no, you're more. you're flying by, sister. Create more. You feel me? I know. I feel you. I I I'm, I feel you. Even when like you say you don't let you don't mm-hmm. let things get in your sphere. Like you don't submit to that. That's big. We re- you really have to be mindful of the things you are allowing into your space. And like, yeah, you got to like energy. Like what I want my people overall to understand is we have to study energy and how it moves. Right you will kind of catch a lot more that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to learn how to move as a people, move our brands, communicate, move our money, all of that. Like, all of that's being the same person, doing the same thing, it ain't going to get us nowhere. So do you think community is important in the cannabis industry? Very much so. Like, we got to understand. It's cool. I got I got them a little high, y'all. Um <laughs> Oh, brother. <laughs> Duh. Not that one. We have one. Let me roll wood. up another. Let me roll up another one. Let me roll up another one. We have one, one wood. But no, our com- community is, is super important in the cannabis industry because we got to understand beyond the finances is, is really not as much competition as it seems. Like, we got a lot of, we got a lot of money floating around. Fuck the inflation. Like, People go spend their money on their weed. Trust me. That's a fact. That's Listen. a fact. My friend. So we should, that. in the cannabis industry, we shouldn't even really be talking about that. You feel me? Because people go smoke it. Like, we just got to learn how to adjust our prices in the better quality that we produce. And it's simple. So community is super important. We got to stick together. We got to be in the know together. Right? Like, and we got to just support each other still. Do you, do you see more... Um, Black individuals getting into the industry now? Yes. 
I was just down in uh, Georgia two weeks ago, and they just passed um, a medical bill and, and some uh, marijuana things. So I've been doing some consulting in other states, and not more so consulting on law. A lot of people just trying to understand, like, the business aspect of things. So I talked to two business owners while I was down in um, Georgia about the movement. So, you know, I like... I saw you had a consultant agency. yeah. Yeah, man, because it, it's important that, like, I share this knowledge. You know what I'm saying? It's not just for me. And, you know, I prefer people to pay, but nine times out of ten, I'm really just dropping game for free because if I got it in my head, if I got it in my heart and we having a conversation, I'm giving, I'm not holding nothing back. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if you want to have a in-depth, you want me to help you build out some things, I just prefer you just book my time. So, you know what I'm saying? Because my time is important, too, and I'm usually doing something important for the businesses or my family. So, you know, you want me to go deep in, you know, just pay me a couple dollars. And it's it's all for the love, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to provide the space. I'm going to make sure you smoke good, feel good, all that. Period. How important is work-life balance? Do you say you work more than in the entrepreneurship thing? Like, what's the sacrifice? Man, listen. Because it's so much sacrifice. I am very much so glad that I got more into my relationship with God as I became an entrepreneur. Because I feel like that's what saved me. Because entrepreneurship will beat you up and drag you. And you don't always have people to pick you back up and understand like where you're really coming from. Right. So, yeah, it's been a balance. It's been a struggle because for the first couple of years, I didn't prioritize self-care at all. You know, it was just work, work, work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just doing, doing, doing. But I felt like that's what it took to get me off the ground. And maybe it is, maybe it wasn't. But at some point, I had to understand I have to balance my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm in more so of a balance. You know, when I get overwhelmed, I just go on vacation. And I'm gonna tell you, like, since we gone, okay. I, I, I might not, I might not even really have it for vacation. But shout out to credit cards because if I ain't got it that month, I'm gonna pay for it next <laughs> month. So, you know what I'm saying? I just be because I don't allow life no more to stress me out like that. That ain't how God really wants us to live. So if I get too overwhelmed, I really take a vacation, and I promise you, God really provides. By the time I come back from vacation, it's always something that's. In the in the move or the groove and the positive that's gonna put me back in a good position. So I just be out on the grace of God. Like I'm not about to let life stress me out. I'm out. Period. Hey. How do you uh do you think that like she was saying, we talked about doing conferences and stuff next year. How important do you feel those are, especially as a black woman in the industry? So I'm gonna tell you, um winning the Ease Momentum grant was me being in the right space at the right time, really getting an understanding of what that grant in the community of that grant was really going to mean for Detroit Life Lounge. So going to these conferences, like, you know, I'm a part of Trailblazers. Trailblazers is, is really exclusive. Like, you have to have a referral to get in. But it's like 300 of the top cannabis, hemp, and psychedelic companies. Oh, wow. Yeah, so us just even being minorities, uh, having a lawyer on our group, uh, we had really good referrals of some people who put us in the space, um, met a couple people from Ease um, at that time, and they really was educating me about like what the community 
and the benefits look like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, from, you know what I'm saying, the ease, momentum, grasp. So, of course, I, I applied and, man, I, it was super important that I made sure I prioritized how I applied this time. So, I applied a year before and I got denied, but I was determined to make sure that I got further than I did last year. So, what did the difference look like? Like, did you hire people to assist? Or? Oh, I hired. So, the first year I did it, I did everything myself. Okay. Boo. Okay, because that ain't what I do. You Baby, know what I'm saying? When I say I love hiring people, we got You know what I'm saying? That ain't what I do. The The next year, I hired a grant writer and a videographer because we had to submit the application, and then we had to submit a video, a okay. three-minute video. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And that three-minute video got me. When I walked into that Ease Momentum uh, ceremony, it's like everybody knew who I was, and I didn't know anybody, but that video was so impactful. So, yeah, I definitely hire people because you got to know when you can't do things. So I had to learn that. We need something because I don't, I think that is, and this is just my visual thing. I feel like a piece that I don't care about nobody else's brand. Black brands are missing in the cannabis industry is like the togetherness, the consistency. And it's like, please just hire a brand person or please just hire a graphic person. Like you, you have great product or you have great, a great um, idea, but it's like you missing that piece. And it's, it's expensive. We pay, we pay a lot of money. Shout out to Mr. Boaz. We pay a lot of money for our stuff. I don't care what he charged though. He is, is consistent. And it's, it, when we was here uh, a couple days ago, People always talk to us about our content and, like, what our stuff look like. That's because we pay somebody for that. And it, I know it's expensive, but that's, I don't know. So it's it's about how you look at, at things, right? I don't think it's expensive. Like, it's you have to invest in yourself. <laughs> like, a part of being an entrepreneur, a part of having a brand, a part of having a business is investing in yourself. You got to have the knowledge and you got to know. And this is a lesson for every entrepreneur. You can't do everything on your own, yeah. right? And I think every entrepreneur at that level have to let things go more and more about what they can't do on their own. So it's a part of it. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm trying to hire, you know what I'm saying, some people up in uh, Detroit Life Lounge to help us out in the space because <laughs> I can't do everything <laughs> on my own. Listen, let me tell you. She is going to make sure you know what is on the floor, and she's going to not let you forget it, okay? Like, at all. I promise you. Man, a part of business is about, is about having repetitive conversations, follow-ups, all right? And sometimes the follow-ups be the same conversation just so you remind the person about what y'all was talking about. Because as black people, sometimes we forget, or sometimes we think people not serious. And I think because I'm so cool... You know what I'm saying? Some people don't know how to take me. You know what I'm saying? Of course, people go take me cool, mm-hmm. but I'm also about my business. Gotta be, baby. You feel me? <laughs> so when I say something, and I'm a person, uh, I'm big on my word. Mm-hmm. Like, if I say something, like, I'm going to follow up. I'm going to check in that day. Like, when mm-hmm. we schedule things, like, even if if we change in the schedule, I'm checking in that day just to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm big on communication yeah, because... Like, how we go be successful if we not talking to each other consistently, letting each other know the adjustments, the changes, or whatever it is. So, I'm real about what I say. I'm big on my words. So, yeah. Definitely hiring motherfuckers up in here. Oh, my God. Need the help. 
I got a whole list over here, man. I got her. I, I think I got Shay a little blow, man. She looking at this no, list like, you, no. You, you were sad. You was taking a, you were saying everything. That's all. I'm like, oh, goodness. But no. We got into a natural flow. Ask all the questions. What's next for you? Like, what's something next or like long term, whatever? What's, what's, so what's I'm going to tell you what's yeah. next that's super exciting. I'm getting ready to drop a brand and a strain. And I'm starting in Cali. Um, hopefully, I'm able to go on this tour with uh, the social equity group where we tour these dispensaries do pop ups out in Cali. Then I'm going to shift to the market in uh, Michigan. And hopefully, my long-term plan is to get into that banging New York market. Everybody is talking about New York. Because that's... Just think about how many people in New York. Listen, ain't think bad. about how many consumers, how many of us are in New York. So I want to create an affordable product, a good quality product on the shelves for our people. So that's my next move. And hopefully I'll be doing that by the end of the year. And then um, opening this uh, this processing facility in the Detroit space. You know what I'm saying? That's my next move. Can you explain what a processing facility is? I love us. <laughs> I literally was about to ask that question. For the people who don't know. Because me, uh, I'm the people. <laughs> so going back to the Detroit property that I own, Four Acres, Three Buildings. Um, just trying to just in case it. you forgot, Four yeah, Acres, Just trying to buildings. license it building by building. Um, one of our, so just to give you a little insight, one of the buildings, 4,000 square feet, the next building is 6,000, and the biggest building is 37,000 square feet, oh, right? Wow. So all of these things cost investments, money, dollars, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So we starting off with the small building, the 4,000, we're going to do some processing, maybe some small grow. Um, we actually had a meeting about that today, but for sure processing, and that's going to be Really us uh, buying and say, selling, you know what I'm saying, white labeling, if possible, people who have brands, you know, we'll be able to package their um, edibles, you know what I'm saying, things like that. So we'll be able to process all those things, extracts, you know what I'm saying, things like that. Trying to create some uh, revenue, you know what I'm saying, for the property right now until we okay. get everything else in development phase. Because we need investors. We need people to come in with us, you know what I'm saying? Like, come partner with us. Come be invest- investors. Come be owners with us, you know? So come get some of these like? shares. You know? Are you fundraising? Are you crowdfunding? I'm always fundraising. Okay. Like, I always got a project on the floor. And I'm telling you, we got ownership in our project, so you don't have to worry about us running up a lease that we can't afford. No, I'll come invest with us so we can actually run it up the right way together. Yes, I need them dollars. Yes, I need Mr. that support. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, call your your rich uncle and tell him <laughs> that you got a homegirl that got a cannabis license project that needs some investors because we need serious people. That's funny because I can think of a couple of people who want to get into the industry, but I think I think that's the piece that people are missing, black people, but... If you want to get involved, finding a way that you can invest to what you have. I know on the last time we spoke, you were talking about telling people to get like they thousands of dollars and pull it together and put it together and start a, a group, like, like a an group. investment group. Yeah. And it's, so you got $10,000, but y'all putting it in as a... So just having that mindset, but I think the education piece is probably what's missing. But I I, I do feel like it's coming um, yes. in, in different ways. Um, it's some great resources out there that is teaching people who are not in the industry 
about um, ways to invest, like different podcasts I can think of off the top of my head. But and different and groups out pages. here. Yeah. You know, uh, Black Cannabis Access, uh, you know, they doing a, a lot of great things. Uh, all Access Service. You know, Black Cannabis a- Access. Yes. Uh, they were at the- Yeah. But, you know... They, you know, they. Is her name Missy? Yeah, Missy Rudolph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm I'm gonna tell you. you. I'm looking for you. I'm looking for you. Oh, I can find Missy for you. I'm telling you, Missy, a whole movement. You know, what I'm saying Missy for the people. She's like the Harriet Tubman of this cannabis. She really is, and I want her on the podcast. Like she not gonna take fuck around about the black people. Man, what she and she gonna speak her mind whenever, wherever. Hey, I'm telling you, that's one of my cold assists in the cannabis industry, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug y'all in. Make sure y'all get her on the show for real, for real. That's no problem. Seriously, now I'm setting it up. Man, what? Because you know the boys are. Southern Miz, you know, they set up at the Detroit Life Lounge, you know what I'm saying? This might be home base coming here, coming for the future, You see how she do us, y'all? You see how she do us? But, hey, but I'm gonna tell you, you got to speak it into existence. That's how I talk, you know what I'm saying? Every Our words are our manifestations. I always take people back to the book of Genesis, like, this is how God created, you know what I'm saying? Thought, words, speaking it out here, this is how we develop things out into the reality. So, I'm always manifesting, always in conversation. But yeah, man, you know, we're going to do it big with the, the black women in cannabis, man. I'm, I'm excited about all of that. On the east side. Ooh, I love it. Duck, ducked off on the east side, boy. You wouldn't even know. Time. Detroit Life Lounge is a very big, spacious building, everybody, man. But you got to come see the space to really know the space. And you go love the space when you get in the space. You are going to love it. It's something different every time. That's what I like about it. So yes, many transformations. It looks different. It's different people in here, so you're going to get a different vibe, but it's always a good vibe. And it's always diverse. You don't say that it's diverse. Um, yeah. You know, the, the cannabis community is diverse. The entrepreneurship community is diverse. You know what I'm saying? And that's what Detroit Life Lounge really gears to, the entrepreneurship crowd. You know, it it don't always have to be us because I'm with working with the community and those who are with working with us in the space. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of, you know what I'm saying, people who are not uh, minorities who really have resources that help us in the community. So I love working with those people, too, who really understand where we come from and how you really give that access back to the community. Reparations. Period. I was more sensitive. <laughs> Diverse, so like, funny. The different companies that we've encountered, like I know I've met CBD massage therapists, lawyers, everything. We don't have everything in the space, you know. Just yeah. I love the Life Lounge. Right. We we've had events here. Yeah, we have. We have. We had an event over time. <laughs> Investing our dollars back into the community. <laughs> Anything else, Miss Shay? You asked what, what next was in uh, in the pipeline. I was going to ask about consumption, like intentional consumption. Do you consume actually? Do you smoke? Just I don't want to say smoke just to smoke, but... Um, no, I, I can say that I do, even though I consume a lot, mm-hmm. I do consume intentionally. I do. I start... My morning off with a blunt, a cup of tea, prayer, looking at the trees, checking into nature, checking into myself. You know what I'm saying? So the mm-hmm. the the cannabis definitely helping assist during that process. Um, because I'm an entrepreneur, most of my days are 
filled with meetings, moving around. So it helps with, I'm not even going to say I have anxiety because I don't. Mm -hmm. I think the cannabis pretty much eliminates all of that for me. So, you know, I keep a blunt rolled up, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, so I don't get overwhelmed with life, but cannabis is, is definitely intentional for me, you know. It's an intimate process. I like the breaking down. I like the rolling up. I, you know, I roll jaw blunt, no problem. Yeah. Like it's, it's an intimate process for me, so it's definitely intentional. Like, and cannabis has been such a big part of my journey, um, changing my life, mm-hmm. saving my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I caught a case back in 2010 um, that really could have took me out of a lot of spaces. But for me, um, instead of treating it as a punishment, I looked at it as an awareness and I adjusted how I moved in life. I made a I made a pact with God, like, mm. I know this is not how my life is supposed to be, so I'm going to change my life and get on the better side of the things. I'm going to get into the license. I'm going to understand the market. I'm going to do my research and my studies because I don't want to be on the other side of that. So cannabis is... Super intentional for me. Like, I'm in love with cannabis. I'm in love with the cannabis industry. Mm. I'm in love with the potential of what it can do for our people in our community. I'm in love with, like, the cannabis community, how we get together, how we move, how we smoke, how we share. So, yeah, it's super intentional. That's my boo. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It just made me feel, you know, when I was just talking about it, I was just feeling all warm and That's why I'm like, you was going all like, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Cannabis is, is real big for me. And, you know, I'm a grower. So, you know, I've been a grower for 12 years. So I started off in the basement. To be here after starting off in the basement, like, man, I'll fall out this chair right now. I'm like, 12 years, it would seem so long. Don't seem long. It don't even really seem long. It's been... It's been some challenging journeys, but just looking back, I'm just so happy to be here. Like, I'm so happy that I didn't give up. I'm like, so, what would you tell your younger self 12 years ago? Don't give up. Just keep going. I don't care what they say. And I did that. Like, a lot of people, I'm going to tell you, a lot of people told me not to do what I was doing. You going in the basement, that's crazy. You buying another house to grow in the basement, that's crazy. You starting a delivery service, that's crazy. You spending your money on that property, that's crazy. You quitting your job that you making twenty one fifty at, that's crazy. Now I'm an owner. Fuck that twenty one fifty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I love that mentality. You know that's my favorite word. So, <laughs> so yeah, anytime we know, shout out to cannabis. Like I'm in love with her. I'm in love with Mary Jane. Period. She's my main main thing. If anything ever try and come between, she make me feel all right. Man, and pay my bills. Mm, That make my heart sing. (laughs) Period. And a couple other parts. (laughs) Girl, boom. It's okay. Do you hear me? Money makes it purr. Seriously, it's it's and going back to you know the intimate intentional process. Like, what makes a woman feel better to, than to know that what she invested and gave her all to gave something back? Mm. 
for me, that turned me on just dropping that. <laughs> you feel me? Like, it's a whole deeper than just being, like, turned on in that type of way. Like, the goodness that it brought, I would have never imagined that it would have got this big this fast. So that make me feel, you know. Well, already, how can we find you on social media? Well, of course, follow Detroit Life Lounge. Tell all your people about Detroit Life Lounge. Book with Detroit Life Lounge. (laughs) (laughs) And make sure y'all follow 313 underscore Cy here because that's where you will find not only my um, cannabis journey, but my personal journey because I travel a lot. Um, I'm very much so um, a motivator and a leader, and I stand in that because I wasn't always that. You know, I come from a very disadvantaged, disempowered um, neighborhood and just situations that I shouldn't be the strong black woman that I am today. Mm -hmm. So I'm very much so proud to call myself a leader in the community. So this, you know, 313 underscore side here on Instagram is where you will find more of my personal journey. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, you know, pretty vulnerable as much as I can be, as much as I choose to post, because I could post way more than I do. But I let people know it's real because I'm not just a cannabis entrepreneur. I'm a, I'm an aunt. I'm a brother. I'm a daughter. Um, I'm a, a shaman in training. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a person who indulges in, in, in psilocybin in a big way because I believe in the healing. Um, so I'm a big person who just believes in the healing movement. So you'll catch me in those spaces too. And, you know, bringing those spaces to Detroit Life Lounge, you know, not just yoga, but we, we about to get deep into just numerology and really educating the people on just having more access than the Bible. And there's nothing wrong with the Bible because you have to know how to interpret things for yourself. And I think that's what people miss about the Bible and any other book, like, your message is going to be different than the next person because God yeah. is talking to you different. Right. So we bring in a lot of new information that people need to tap into just to direct them better to themselves. So that's important to big part of, you know, community entrepreneurship is just knowing yourself and knowing where the fuck you're going, <laughs> knowing your purpose. I want to say don't be afraid to show love because we show love to a stranger and now we have right. OG. So. Man, we we friends, we family up <laughs> here for real, for real. Like I think what y'all are doing is is so important for the community. I think it's a beautiful movement led by two, you know what I'm saying, beautiful black women who have purpose and substance. Y'all not just talking about it, y'all being about it, y'all actually in the movement, y'all investing in yourselves, y'all understand the long term game, the long term goal in that. So y'all are already ahead and y'all younger than me. So I love to be <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I love to have people like y'all in the space because that's what the space is for so we can really all be progressive. You know what I'm saying? Like, and get on. Like, this is my space. This is y'all's space. This, you know what I'm saying? Like, I might be the owner, but trust me, I ain't trying to be in this 24-7. Have at it. Have a ball. (laughs) Do what you do. Just do it safe. Right. All right, y'all. Well, thank y'all for listening. Um, Make sure y'all connect with Sayer. I'm going to have all of her Instagram and links okay. in the um, show notes so you can go and follow her. And I'm sure if you talk to her, she'll talk back. Don't talk crazy. Okay. <laughs> I talk um, crazy back now. Don't be talking too crazy or I'm ignore <laughs> you because God be, you know, leading me different now. So I'm watching my tone.
We I don't know. What, I don't. We don't have an outro. We'll see y'all Man, next week. Ho- okay. First of all, like, let me give y'all an outro. Shout out to the boys and selling meds. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Shout out to what they about to do for the community. You feel me? And, you know, y'all really doing something big, so I appreciate y'all just being in the space. I appreciate y'all bringing all of y'all equipment to Detroit Life Lounge. I appreciate Brittany for setting up all of this (laughs) audio things to make us sound good and look good. Man, y'all doing something beautiful in the community, so I hope they really recognize the movement. You know what I'm saying? And support what y'all doing, because I am. Always be a supporter of the boys are selling me it. I think that is the coolest name ever, man. <laughs> we Thank you. It. Yeah, we appreciate it for sure. Gratitude.